glad to have all of you listening out there this morning. 7.30 means it's time to hear R.W. Estella live on the telephone here on Mondays. Here he is. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. One of my father's favorite sisters was named Irene. She was a woman of modest, modest stature, warm and friendly, who had become the kind of registered nurse everyone hopes for when thoughts of hospitalization come up. Her premature passing in middle age was of great sadness to all who knew her, although the resilience of her young children, my cousins, was a great inspiration to our extended family. Shakespeare's what's-in-a-name line, Juliet's moment of wondering out loud while Romeo eavesdrops, always sets off a bevy of reflection in me. The myriad nuances, for example, of a name like Gloria, a good, solid, respectable, ancient formation of consonants and vowels that was already around well before its Latinate lingual form became famous in Christian liturgies, are a great source of entertainment for me. And her name was G-L-O-R-I-I-I-A, complements so well the Gloria in Excelsis Deo many of us will be singing in a few months' time. Those of us who were here for hurricanes in Maine in years past will remember Hurricane Gloria. Storms the size of Gloria don't often thrash the pine tree state, so the name approaches a sort of indelibility. Irene will probably remain in my memory in much the same way as Gloria, only with different anecdotes attached. With Gloria, I had driven to Bangor, was visiting at a friend's house, and suddenly wanted to go on an errand. For some unknown reason, the moment I got into the car, I decided to depress the clutch pedal, allowing the car to drift back some ten feet down the slight hill it was parked on. At that same instant, I heard a loud crack happening overhead, and then saw a huge limb about 18 inches in diameter and 20 feet long crash to the street, barely missing the front bumper of the car. Had I not inadvertently let the small car coast backwards, the limb would have landed squarely on the roof of the vehicle, crushing it in the middle where I had been sitting. When I lived on the coast in the southwest corner of Mount Desert Island in Richtown, I used to love to walk down to the edge below the house during a storm at night. There at the water's edge, I'd watch the surf kicking up thousands of phosphorescent particles, little luminescent bits of sea matter that sparkled in the dark and made me completely aware of how much vitality the ocean contains. Irene, for much of her life as a hurricane on Friday and Saturday, was some 500 miles wide. The energy in such a weather system seems incalculable. Yesterday afternoon, I decided to take advantage of one of the few days off I'd had this summer and go swimming at the local indoor pool. There, while I was just entering the end of the lap lane and adjusting my goggles and nose clip, I heard an enormous roar from the roof of the building and looked out the windows to see a solid downpour of water, as if I was in the middle of a bucket being dumped all at once, except these were billions of buckets. Thankfully, that particular downpour only lasted about five minutes, but 15 minutes later, one similar occurred, and then again for another couple of times in the same sort of cycle. And those will be some of my memories of Irene the Hurricane. And they'll be right in there with memories of my Aunt Irene. What's in a name? A lot. For more on Maine, have a great day.